welcome everyone good morning good afternoon good evening once again as per respective time zone this side sayem negi and i'll be your speaker for the day and we'll be talking about the topic which is how to start cyber security career in 2023 right so more specifically this is just for the one those who are quite of a new or those who want to land a job in cyber security we'll talk about them right so we'll talk about uh, some you can say basics like the, quite of a prerequisites or some basic terminologies we'll encounter okay we'll go through them and some certifications we'll discuss about the path and some job roles and that would be it for it right so along with the career guidance we'll also see some terminologies which will you know which you will oftenly hear or you'll encounter while your career in cyber security okay so we'll just go through them before we talk about them let me just give a quick brief about myself as i mentioned this is sayam and i am from infosec train and i have been a part of uh, cyber security training field for a couple of years as of now if we talk about the career or how to start the career in cyber security right as i mentioned uh, you know there are always some prerequisite if you're going to start your career in cyber security right yeah so we can simply wait uh, say the same thing which you guys have uh, told me collectively we can say that in cyber security we are doing what we are defending against the cyber threats to our systems connected to the internet including hardware software and data right so cyber professionals you can see in terms of cyber security we you know uh, think like an hacker or pro protect from those kind of a uh, attacks so they take their mentality into the picture information security deals with the you know protection of data more specific right so you can say physical uh, security also will take it into the consideration when we talk about in terms of cyber security so whenever you are trying to uh, you know protect against any illegal access to data centers or you know uh, to your systems or digital systems you know protecting from these kind of an online threats uh, or attacks that is what your cyber security comes into the picture right it helps you to maintain a very good security posture within the organization cyber security is getting on demand also why i would say because you know post pandemic specifically guys like during this pandemic and after that the number of attacks has been increased rapidly rapidly okay so like you know it, i was reading this article that the number of attacks which has been occurred on pandemic and after pandemic it's just the twice the number of the attacks which has been done in the past 10 years that much amount of amount of attacks are being happening every now and then every now and then if, if you i will give provide you some websites if you want if you can open them you will see hacking news this company got hacked this company got hacked government website got hacked every day this is there every day story new developments new attacks every that bit is happening now and then right so well even that word so that's why security is also an important factor what do you think is the most of a secure way for your work will it be for employees to work from home or will it be for your employees to work from organization like you know come to the company into the building and then perform or do work work from organization right work from home reason being it's very 
vulnerable for the attackers for me it's more easy to target rahul while he's on home right because he is not uh, you know close to the organization security physical security is not much there as compared to organization security network security as compared to organization security is also not there because you are connected with your home router on organization you will be connecting with the organization router that router is also having a security connecting to that wifi also is having a security right and for me targeting you will be much more easier to follow you to you know uh, send you and scam you in these ways is much more easier when you are working from home okay trying to crack a router uh, attacking a router can be also much more simpler as compared to the organization one so since post pandemic everything is you know shifted towards home you can see your our access controls we call it access based you know authorizations and access has been changed policies has been revised the guidelines has been revised so some loopholes has been uh, loops loopholes were made right so attackers took the advantage of that and you can see in pandemic also attackers were quite you know feeling bored i guess that's why they started doing the hacking of a lot as well right so if i talk about the stats or statistics in terms of data breach for from 2020 2022 to 2022 right 2020 to 2022 so just during the third quarter of 2022 just the third quarter of 2022 approximately 15 million data records were exposed worldwide through the data breaches right not just that not just that uh if i talk about you know 2020 in 2020 highest number of exposed data records was there which was on fourth quarter of 2020 it was nearly 125 million data sets 125 million and that's too much right and every data has a value right it comes every data has a price as well and not only just that if there is any data breach no if there is any attack on the organization guys it is gonna impact the organization brutally so when i'm when i'm saying you know uh, in order to start a career in cyber security you can say to start your career in cyber security prerequisites are like you know learn the fundamentals of systems and networks uh install vmware on your laptop if you haven't already keep yourself updated read like crazy because as i mentioned this threat landscape it keeps on changing drastically guys okay every now and then new things are being there new things are being evolved right so if you talk about you know uh, fundamentals is quite important right you have to know about the basics it's quite an important factor you should know about the fundamentals of systems and the networks as well okay before you land a job or if you're trying to start a career in cyber security at least have some basic grounds of that right i would say qualification is a part uh as well uh basically what i meant with that is like you know for example uh, technical background would be uh, helpful helpful i'm saying i'm not saying it's mandatory but helpful if it's not then you know efforts would be doubled in short okay so this considerable shortage of you can say qualified cyber security experts who can handle common cyber security concerns right that's that's why there's a quite requirement over there right uh, for example in uber hack was there uber hack was there 
if you guys know about it uber hack was there and if you would have seen their linkedin page the job requirement within 30 minutes of a hack it was like crazy and they were offering you know they were willing to offer huge amount of money as well for the job but the requirement was there because they got hacked brutally so these things i'm talking about right this work career in cyber security can be challenging and rewarding as well it is rewarding as well right so many business required for the qualified cyber security uh, specialists as well so as i was saying bachelor's degree in a technical field is the prerequisite as well uh, you know but if you don't have a relevant degree you can still begin your cyber security adventure by obtaining necessary cyber security certificates okay or knowledge about it right so to launch um you know to launch an advanced cyber security profession you will also you know need to have a few additional skills including networking i was saying you know know about the systems know about that areas as well right so uh, job opportunities in cyber security range from you know entry level to executive management and everything in between so you know there are you know numerous uh, cyber security career paths available so it is best to begin at the entry level and work your way up with relevant experience and the certifications understand the essential skills uh, which are required to advance your career in cyber security before you know looking at the various job roles in the in the entire cyber security career path so these are couple of requirements i would say you know know about the network systems get with the basic understanding of the terminology in terms of security uh utilize the training resources which are available on the internet it's free out there many things are free out there even if you go to our youtube page you will get a lot of uh, you know you will encounter a lot of terminologies over there some mini clips keep yourself updated as i mentioned read like crazy install vmware on your laptop if you haven't right then if you talk about some basics as i was saying uh, network basics are there it refers to interconnected devices that can exchange data with each other right that's your network only right so it refers to interconnected devices that can exchange data with each other so we have dns dhcp ip subnetting osi tcp ip i have written couple of them many more are there though but just written you know these couple of things so everything is connected to the internet so for every device every device which is connected to the internet and ip is assigned to it and we can see like you know if i talk about one person guys let's, let's take an example for me only i have a mobile phone smart watch uh, laptops are there right three basic things i am saying uh, in which internet is there so i am having i am holding three things which in which internet can be connected as of now so similarly i have you know if let's suppose four to five people are there in a the family everyone will be having the same thing so you can see at least 15 devices are right there in front of you similarly many people are there like you know i am not counting the household things as of now just three basic things so that's how since many uh, utilizations are there so we were needing uh, ipv6 for the same so we'll talk about it ip later so dns is just that okay then we have dhcp we call it dynamic host configuration protocol dynamic host configuration protocol it's basically uh, assigns you an ip okay because ip without ip as i mentioned you won't be able to uh, access the internet right so it's a network management protocol 
which is used to dynamically assign an internet protocol uh, address to any device a node on a network so they can communicate using ip dscp is based on a client server model and based on discovery of a request and acknowledgement base okay it is saying that guys uh, my device is there when we are connecting with the router now so there's a dhcp server you can see in the router now what is happening four step process from my device i discovered a dhcp server in a router there's a dhcp server so i discovered a dhcp server i will be now you know uh, i discovered dhcp server now dhcp server will be replying back to me in terms of offer dhcp server will be replying back to me in terms of offer right to my mobile phone you can say for example so offer would be like okay i have this ip if you want it you can have it now i will request the dhcp server that yes i want this ip please give it to me please assign it to me and then dhcp server will be acknowledging your request and will assign you the ip so that you can serve the internet or you can transfer your data make sense so you discover the dhcp server first okay then dhcp server offer from ip pool you can say that i have this ip you can have it then you send the request that okay kindly assign this ip and dhcp server accept your request it acknowledges it so basically we also call it in other words it's a dora dora process dora d for discover o for offer r for request and a for acknowledgement acknowledge now ip when we are talking about let's get to the ip ip sets for internet protocol basically guys this is your also known as a logical address another name i'm giving you logical address ip consider ip like a uh, something like a postal address you can say right postal address it's it's like if um, i'm writing a letter to you so in that letter if i mention the city the street you can say the even the street more of like closer to the street i am if i am writing that that's like an ip ip address all right that's kind of a post letter which i am writing on the envelope consider it like your ip address like your logical address okay there is one more which is known as a mac just for your reference there is also something known as a mac mandate access control that is a physical address so physical address considered like i am mentioning flat number or room number over there that's more like you're telling okay the exact place that where my that particular thing is so that's a mac address every system has a mac address okay every device has a mac address we call it physical address okay so that's your ip logical address or you can say postal address in short in order to consider it in that way so it is used in order to send and direct the data across a network computer needs to be able to identify destinations and the origins this identification is an ip or ip address two types of them are there public and private private is for internal based so that you know whenever you are connected with the router whoever is connected with the router in home so they are assigned with a private ip okay public is out there for the other world so your private ip is never shared so for example if you have a router like this okay this is your inside home internal part we are talking about if you are connected over here this is you as an user this is your private ip so for outer world this ip is not visible 
for outer world there is another one which is public ip okay this is outer world you can say so there's a public ip so if you write on google what is my ip you will get the public ip and if you write if you open your command prompt and you write if con ip config over there then you will get the private ip similarly in ip we do have uh, subnetting subnetting is nothing it just a process of breaking the large network into small networks known as your subnets it allows creating multiple network for a single address book nothing apart from that okay so what we do have done see this was considered the entire one range previously then we have the subnetting concept in which this entire range is divided into multiple parts so like this will be part of 20.0.1.0 so it will be starting like whatever the systems are being connected over here now they will be assigned with the ips like 20.0.1.1 it will be having 20.0.1.2 then again another system will be having 20.0.1.3 and so on till 255 that's a max limit if you talk about this one uh it will be having dot three dot zero right so it will be going like 20 dot zero dot three dot one this three dot two and the other system will be three dot three and so on okay that's how your subnetting is dividing the entire region into multiple parts that's a subnetting OSI stands for Open Systems Interconnection Model. Open System Interconnection Model. Basically, it is defined with the seven layers, guys. Seven layers are there. Names are mentioned over here in front of you. So seven layers are there starting from the layer one see numbering are also done and every every time it is started from the bottom layer one is a physical layer layer two is a data link layer three is network layer layer four is a transport layer five is session layer six is your presentation and layer seven is your application layer in case if it's hard to remember in this way there's another way to do it in case if you're foodie like me you will find it easy to remember in this way please do not throw sausage pizza away please do not throw sausage pizza away okay so p for or please for physical uh do for data link layer uh not for network throw for transport sources for session layer pizza for presentation layer away for application layer okay every layer has a working definition working just to let you know osi layer is for reference purpose it was never practically implemented okay osi layer is your just for the reference purpose it was never practically implemented all right so it has seven layers as mentioned over here uh if i start from the top 
application layer, human computer interaction layer where application can access the network services. For example, if I'm opening a web browser, that's an application layer. Okay, if I'm opening a Google Chrome, that's a application layer interaction. You can see if I'm opening an Gmail application layer interaction over there, right? So that's what it is. Presentation layer, on the other hand, ensure the data is in a usable format and is where the data encryption occurs. So it tells you it makes sure that your data is safe while it is being traveling in the network as well, right? I can be in a safe format. Encryption means encryption means your data is in short safe. Okay. The confidentiality is being maintained of your data. That's what encryption does. Then session layer maintains connection and is responsible for controlling ports in session. It helps you to maintain the connection, right? Like if my system, if I'm trying to send any data to you. That session is there in order to maintain that particular session, right? Uh, it helps to make sure that our data is transferred smoothly. In case if there is any problem, it will help you to start the session back from that particular place. Transport it, transfer data through using transmission protocols like TCP and UDP. TCP, it's like uh, trusted one. <laughs> UDP is untrusted, you can say. Uh, TCP is for your, you can say, Acknowledgement is always there. Like if I'm sending any data to you, you there will be an acknowledgement from your end. It's just like that. UDP connection would be considered like a TV. You are watching television. So let's suppose there's a movie. Okay. Uh, let's suppose there's a power cut off in your area. Now for 30 minutes, power is back in your area. But will your movie start from 30 minutes back only, or will it be passing those 30 minutes? What will happen? That's a UDP for you. If it was TCP, it would have started from this point. So that's how your UDP and TCP is different. Okay. For UDP, it doesn't matter if you're watching it or not. If your data is reaching to you or not, doesn't matter. But in TCP, it makes sure the data is being reached to the other person. All right. Network layer is there. Network layer decide which physical physical path the data will take. Okay, uh, defines the format of data on the network, and physical layer transmit the raw bit stream over the physical medium. Uh, basically, in simple language, guys, if I have to tell you the entire thing, let's consider things in a very simple way. I've taken a blank page for the same. Nothing. I won't take much time. Just going in a very simple, uh, you know, language just to make it understand to you guys. Let's suppose we have application layer over here. Um, presentation. Session. Transport. Network. Let's do one thing. Let's assign these layers a person name, right? Same thing I am considering over here also. Application, presentation, session. I'm writing in short short form now. Transport, network, data link, and physical. Okay. We are doing what? We are assigning a name for each and every layer, like. As in person's perspective, we are assigning person's name over here. 
So if I write A, let's suppose it's Ashish, for example. So what my point is take these two things as a organization. So let's suppose this is organization one. This is organization two And let's suppose the owner of this organization is Ashish over here the owner of this organization. Let's suppose it's Jared, I'm just taking a name and we're considering that this person is French. Okay, he's from France and he can understand only French language. Whereas Ashish is from India and he can understand only Hindi. We're taking these two things into consideration. Now there's a business deal. Okay, Ikram, yeah, this will be on YouTube. So now there'll be there's a business deal which has happened between Ashish and uh, Jared, like you know, they want to do a business or something. So Ashish did what? Ashish drafted a 400 page of document now for Jirud. okay but the thing is that page has been documented in your uh, hindi only okay that has been dropped in your or drafted in your hindi only four hundred pages now when it gives uh ashish gives it to the priyanka and now priyanka will be doing what she'll be she knows that okay the person does not know hindi so she'll try to find out a you know mean medium and she'll do what she'll convert those 400 pages of uh, document from hindi to let's suppose english session sachiv over here will make sure that okay that particular pages will be received by jirut or by another organization on the office hours itself right properly on the proper time tom over here will do what tom will divide those 400 pages of document into four parts so it's also known as a data segmentation just to let you know in transport layer so 100 pages each now one by one thing will be passed so for example now uh, tom will be passing this 100 page of document first thing this 400 are divided into four parts so now tom will give this first thing to uh, nandu nandu will simply do what nandu will put it onto an envelope 
and write the postal address okay the postal address over here that's like your ip then it nandu gives this thing this envelope to darshan darshan will do what darshan will put up a stamp over here or a seal something which make sure that okay this is from darshan only so for example if you have watched any previous movie kingdom movies they melt the wax and then they put a stamp of their kingdom over there right to make sure that this is from this kingdom or from this king isn't it so that's what your this data link layer is you are putting up a stamp it's like a mac address is being attached okay then darshan pass it to priyansha priyansha will take any medium like scooty bike car plane train whatsoever it is and pass it to the another organization and now once it is passed to another organization the person on this layer will pass it to this person who is sitting on data link layer this person will do what he will just cross check this particular or you can say stamp or seal he'll make sure that okay, this is from organization 1 for organization 2 then he will remove this stamp okay he will just remove it the network layer he will pass out to the person on sitting on this layer this person will make sure will cross check this postal address and will check his address later on that and he will confirm that okay this is meant for us and this is from organization 1 only then it pass it to the transport layer person this person will be waiting for all those four parts and then combine all those four into one which is a 400 pages of document and pass it to the session session will make sure that they have received they just confirm it to the organization one pass it to the presentation person he or she will convert the translate from english to french and then it will be finally passed to the jirod and the jirod will be able to read those 400 pages of document this is in a most simplest form working of your osi model okay so if i am using an application if i am trying to send any message which is hi how are you in presentation layer it will be encrypted okay it will be encrypted in simplest form i am writing encryption over here okay then session will be maintaining the session okay transport will be just divided into uh, segments as i mentioned so it will be less like this ih underscore is represented as in a space only it is representing space for us okay these things and now one by one will be sent for example this will be sent this will in network layer what will happen headers will be attached guys the source ip as in from my systems ip address header you can say and destination ip header the second another systems ip header will be attached then it goes to data link layer and that source mac and destination mac address will be attached and goes to physical bytes you know uh, you can say uh, mediums it will be going through um, analog digital signals base it will be going to the another you can say site or receiver site and receiver site it will be passing on from physical to data link layer right in data link layer they will be just cross checking the source mac address and destination mac address if they are correct it will just shed off these two headers pass it to network layer 
cross check the source ip and the destination ip if they are correct shed off the those two headers as well in transport layer it will be waiting for all these others as well then combine it in this form session maintaining the session confirming that we have received it presentation will be doing what it will decrypt it now so it will decrypt it back to the normal one and then this plain text will be read in the application layer with the from the receiver this is what this is your OSI model okay so in this time span this is how we, you know all we can get with this but this is very sim uh, simple and yet to the point details in terms of OSI model TCP IP on the other hand guys this is your which is uh, practically implemented it was never onto the papers so in case if someone asks you how many layers are there in TCP IP layer I have written four you can say five as well it's nothing it's nothing but things are pretty much same you can see in application layer the OSI models uh, so OSI models application layer like you know in this TCP IP OSI is top three layer like uh, seventh sixth and fifth layer will be included as in it's application layer plus session and plus your presentation okay these three are included into this transport has transport layer internet layer is also your network layer and network interface is your data link plus your physical layer so as i was on papers only tcp was not a paper but it was practically implemented there was a war scene and just to protect their network from the interceptors or from the enemy so application layer it provides the interface between users and network to access network resources segmentation process to process communication error free delivery internet moving packets from source to destination c provides routing and internet internet working job if ip address only uh, network interface layer controls the hardware and media that constitute the network region this is what is your tcp ip model some essential terminologies into this uh, cybersecurity vulnerability vulnerability is what it's a weakness or a flaw in your system in your network okay uh, so existence of a weakness design or implementation error that can be led to an ex unexpected event compromising the security of the system exploit on the other hand it's a breach when we take an advantage of a vulnerability that is what is known as exploit okay an exploit when you take an advantage of the vulnerability so breach of it system security through vulnerabilities payload is there payload is a part of an exploit code that performs the intended malicious actions such as destroying creating backdoors and hijacking computer payload in simpler words it's something which helps you to perform an exploit it is something which helps you to perform an exploit so any right code you are writing which will perform the exploitation which will take an advantage of a weakness or a vulnerability is your payload zero day attack zero attack means that exploit computer application vulnerabilities before the software developer releases the patch for the vulnerability it means even before a developer a developer knows about a vulnerability it has been exploited as in you don't know there is a vulnerability but someone found it out and exploited it and for that vulnerability there is no patch so you create a patch later once it has been exploited that's a zero day attack daisy chaining it involves gaining access to one network or another computer and the using the same information to gain access to multiple networks and computer that contain desirable information it's like chain of compromise system you can say 
so if i got access to one system from that i'll try to get into the another system of the organization you can see in the same network and from this to this and so on that chaining bot bot is a software application that can be controlled remotely to execute or automate the predefined task uh, bot is just like a robot you can say which can be commanded and controlled which can be commanded and controlled we call it cnc you will always encounter this word cnc command and control so just like you can command and control a bot right a robot similarly there is a bot so bot will be what if i hacked your system okay if i got the control of a system and now i will make your system do whatever i want it to do like whatever i want to do i will be performing further attacks that's your bot certification to start with just to give you a, you know since we have start talking about the starting the career in cyber security journal certification to begin with guys is your a plus and network plus so a plus is quite more basic than network plus i would say it's like you know giving an idea about the systems also what is operating system how your system starts you know about the cables a bit uh how system boots up you know about hard disk all those informations are there network plus will be giving you uh, it's from comtia only uh vendor is a comtia it gives you information about the network kind of a basic uh you know before you land up into cyber security i would say a certification which gives you an understanding of the network because network guys network is like a pillar so whenever you create a house right whenever you're creating your house we always define some pillars first right on the basis of those pillars only your house is holding everything right but yeah that's also good certificate ccn is quite good uh anyway but what i'm trying to say is network on learning about the networking is quite an essential part because it's a base pillar for the entire cyber security okay it's a pillar which is holding the entire thing then we have certification that come under offensive certification that comes under defensive see your cyber security was i was saying this thing only from the start cyber security world is divided into two part offensive defensive separating out the management part okay so offensive would be like the word which we hear a lot hacking cracking the network getting the unauthorized access or you know breaking into it finding a vulnerability all those things okay that's a offensive side we were trying to get into the network crack it you know or get an offensive access as i was saying so that will be hacking part is your offensive side whereas if we talk about the defensive it's like protecting ourselves from a hack okay so from an incident to take place it's like incident only like if an attacker breaches uh you know into your network it will be like uh you know incident 
okay that will be an incident one malicious thing happens so cc is in from isc square okay i guess right now it's free of cost so i would suggest you can also register for this certificate cc from isc square i would recommend this for everyone it's free of cost can you do it materials for learning are also provided on their uh, portal right uh they're also there in the portal the content the material to learn about it recommended videos or lectures will be provided into your youtube you can definitely find it out there right? it's more talk about in terms of identity and access management routers firewalls osi layer and all that thing only okay now if we talk about yes i was saying offensive is hacking defensive is to stop from those kind of an hacking right to stop the incidents from occurring within the organization like defending shielding ourselves so for offensive we have ch and pentis plus it is from ec council this is from comti again both are well uh, known out there and the, they are both you know from two different different web to, uh, vendors uh, talking about terms of starting a career in uh, offensive side integrated time and efforts are required so you can start learning on your own uh, you know once you get the idea of an offensive side or hacking side you can start learning on your own you can go for the portals like hack the box you know starting from the basics for these things we have portals like try hack me you can definitely go with that for starters i would say an offensive side now if i talk about defensive the shielders you know uh, the protectors and those we have certification this is what i have written in terms of uh, flow i thought to give you a flow only security plus is from the stepping stone a good one like you know from offensive efch so similarly in defensive we have security plus covers multi mostly theoretical i would say mm -hmm. but covers multiple domains which you encounter in the organization okay like incident handling threat intelligence uh, talking about the sim solutions cloud firewalls ideas ips different type of attacks web application secure coding all those things stepping stone i would say then cnd is there network defense uh csa is there for certified soc analyst eca is, there is incident handling and ceta is there for threat intelligence okay these are there in terms of the flow i have written so they can go with the ch security plus then cnd csa ech and ctia okay that is how the certification goes Azure is there certification. If we talk about, we have Azure fundamentals. AZ 900 is of Azure fundamentals. Starting from the fundamentals, then we have Microsoft Security Compliance and Identity Fundamental, which is SC 900. Then we have Azure Security Engineer, which is AZ 500. This is from the Azure side, basically. Okay. Uh, and then if you talk about uh, from AWS side, in AWS we have AWS Certified Cloud Practitioner. We have AWS Certified Solution Architect for the starters. I'm talking about just right now, okay, for the cloud part. So, uh, Certified Cloud Practitioner is there. You know, uh, it's a foundational level uh, step, you can say, that prepares user for a you know higher level associate certification and professional level certification. Okay, that so gives you a core knowledge of AWS Cloud at a broad level. Then we have this uh, certified solutions architect as well. Okay, so this will prepare you to, you can say, you know, 
identify cost control measures and estimate the AWS cost. It helps you design data flow to and from AWS, select the most appropriate AWS services based on the security data requirements, helps you do in terms of designing an application of data security, right? Design and deploy high available, highly available, secure, scalable, and you know, AWS system. So this give you that of a area of an, uh, knowledge. But if you talk about, uh, you know, so we do have cloud digital leader, cloud engineer, cloud architect as well for this, right? Cloud digital leader is a foundational based certificate. A certificate. It will be validating. You can see a broad knowledge of cloud concepts and the products, right? Services and tools, their benefits, their features, you know, or use cases of cloud Google, cloud Google, or Google Cloud. Then we have another level of it, then associate certification, foundational data leader for everyone. Is in AWS certified cloud practice. These are foundational. Then we go over the associate one. So we do have like a cloud engineer for that. So it assesses the fundamental skills to deploy and maintain the cloud projects, right? So then we have a professional certificate, which is your cloud architect. It assesses the key technical job functions and the advanced high skills in design, implementation, and management of Google Cloud products for us. Okay. Give you a pretty good experience and knowledge into that. So many are there cloud architect, database engineer, cloud developer, cloud DevOps engineer that can be taken into this part. But for starting the career with, I would recommend for like for uh, Microsoft Azure would be AZ900. AWS would be for Amazon AWS would be AWS certified cloud practitioner. And for Google Cloud would be cloud digital leader just to go with the foundational skills right now in terms of job profiles we can see our entry level i would say zero to three also uh, one to three i've just mentioned in terms of you know as the we see awfully in the job profiles cybersecurity analyst cybersecurity risk analyst soccer analysts are there right uh salary can be up and down so you know but generally forty thousand to fifty thousand mentioned uh these are analysis job in the entry level. You will always find this SOC analyst. If I have to talk about would be like, you know, uh, L1 analyst, we can say levels are there for SOC analyst. Even after pen testers can be there, junior pen testing or junior pen test can also be part of it, right? Different organization they have just to let you know, different organization guys, they have different, different uh, names uh, for the profiles. Okay, so you just have to give out like, you know, the names or you have to read about the profiles or their description. Because different, different organizations, they tend to play around with the names and different names have different meanings, depending on organization to organization. That's what I'm trying to say. Mid-level would be like uh, network security analyst, security forensics, right? Uh, they require a good amount of experience, three to five at least, uh, for digital forensic base. And SOC analyst would be like L2 and L3, profiling from there, right? Then, uh, you know, a bit more experienced, we can say. Although six to eight, I've written penetration, penetration tester because that can be part of it. Uh, obviously, high level of certificate will be required. Uh, threat hunter, uh, senior uh, cybersecurity risk analyst can be there. Threat hunter can be there, and you know, they can sell. They can be pretty much awesome over here. Security leader, if we talk about, uh, these are your, you can say, you know, those who will be managing the entire security in the organization so we have cio information officer uh CISO, chief information security officer and chief cyber security strategist as well 
so in case if you you know know the hierarchy of your organization you will also see these terms like CISO, CIO and all that part right so they are responsible in order to maintain the you know security within the organization okay so like you know defining the strategies policies cutting the budget setting up the roadmap you know helping up to success with the audit getting regulated with the compliance all of these are part of your security leader right so having like eight plus years like they will be requiring experiences like in governance risk compliance right strategy development vendor management right these kind of things will be required as their experience beforehand okay so these are a couple of top profiles which i wanted to represent in front of you